This is the 40 Mag Think Out Loud podcast. I'm Maggie Kubler, a recovering degree collector who just decided to go back to school. And this is episode one. Here I go again. super appreciative and super stoked that uh, you have clicked play and are willing to listen to little old me. Uh, <laughs> okay, now I'm just being ridiculous. I'm, I'm a bit out of practice with my podcasting here. Uh, I decided to get back into podcasting here with my The 40 Mag Think Out Loud podcast because uh, I'd been doing podcasting before for another publication I was doing and it kind of fell to the wayside kind of I don't know when I gave up the will to live during the pandemic (laughs) and uh, yeah I just decided to get back into podcasting for a number of reasons. Um, One of the big reasons is in case you don't know I live in Germany and right now our status with the pandemic is pretty pretty terrible. Uh, I might rant about that on a future podcast but it's it's a pretty hard state right now and they're talking about curfews and all that good stuff and I just kind of came to the realization that, you know, we've been pretty much locked in our houses since November and it's April now, if you're listening to this later. And, um, I realized the other day that I go most of the day without speaking. I don't say words. I don't talk to anyone. (laughs) There was one day it was about one o'clock in the afternoon. And the first thing that I said was yelling out the window at a crow that was making a lot of noise. And I was trying to write. (laughs) I was like, shut up, crow. (laughs) And I realized that was my first words I spoke that day. And uh, (laughs) um, I decided, well, I should probably find a way to have other conversations that don't, (laughs) that are maybe a little bit more double-sided, even if I'm still kind of sort of talking to myself and or a wild bird. (laughs) So yes, I've decided to get back into podcasting here and I've I've got my beloved The 40 Mag Think Out Loud podcast. I'm really excited about it. So thanks again so much for listening. I just want to give you kind of a uh, brief kind of overview about what I'm trying to do, what I'm trying to accomplish, uh, the functionality, if you will, of, of this podcast. Uh, so you can determine whether or not you want to keep listening. And uh, <laughs> there's a cash prize at the end. No, I'm just kidding. So anyways, um, yeah, what I'm trying to do with the 40 Mag here, the 40 Mag Think Out Loud podcast, I'm going to say that a million times, so it drills right into your head. Uh, what I do on the 40mag.com is I write essays. I like to write um, kind of personal essays, uh, my thoughts, perspectives, those kind of things. And I try to keep those kind of story-like and a bit on the shorter end. I don't like to get them too long. Um, But I realize at the end of it that I still have quite a lot to say. So what I'm doing here at the 40 Mag is I'm going to start off each episode by reading my essay out loud to you. Take a brief little pause there, probably some cool interlude rock and roll. And then I'm just going to kind of get into more of my thoughts about what, whatever the topic I was discussing there, I'm kinda going to kind of expand on my thoughts a little bit more in the second part of the episode. I just thought this was all a good way to kind of, like I said earlier, kind of give myself an opportunity to use 
vocal words more. Uh, I can read my essay. So if, you, if you're a kind of person who doesn't really like to sit and read, but you prefer to hit a hit play on a podcast and kind of be out your be about your day, I'll get my little essay, my thoughts out there to you. And then um, also this kind of my overflow. That's why I'm calling it think out loud. It's my overflow for anything that I couldn't and didn't say within the space I wanted to give myself in the essay. Um, because I prefer to keep things short and sweet, these episodes are going to be short and sweet, so it won't be too much of a time commitment. So I hope that sounds good to you. I am going to warm up my best storytelling voice to you now. Me, 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 me. Um, wait, who sings when they tell stories? <laughs> That's what you get here, folks. Comedy and stories. And I'll be up next. Here I go again. Why I fear going back to school at 40. I had this little memory box I kept them all in and would regularly spread them out on my bedroom floor. I loved how my name looked on the certificates, written in fancy writing under declarations that ranged from Student of the Month, January, Second Semester Honor Roll, or First Place, All District Spelling Bee. As an 11-year-old, there was nothing else more validating than a piece of paper but there was one in particular that was the granddaddy of them all. It was my favorite, and I would save it for last, gingerly picking it up so as not to crease it. Captivated by the majestic eagle standing sentry over my name, I'd run my fingertips over the gold-embossed seal. I'd follow the swirls and twirls of the calligraphy until they gave way to the ultimate in educational achievement. Presidential Academic Excellence Award. Signed, George H.W. Bush, 1992. To this day, I have no idea what I did that was presidentially academic as a sixth grader. All I know is that I got it and Jody Lovegrove didn't. But it doesn't matter, because from that point on, my love affair with collecting pieces of paper began. Just the other day, I was digging through my memory box, a different one to be sure, looking for something else. One by one, I removed the stacks of folders, holders, and frames that boasted all of my accomplishments. There were my three degrees still in their original sleeves, Dean's List, multiple times, Retired Naval Officer's Leadership Award. I pulled out medals and ribbons and pompy pieces of paper that said little more than, you completed what you were supposed to do, otherwise you would have been considered AWOL. What a trip. I am proud of them. I worked hard, made the grade, and avoided time in the brig at a very high level. I am educated, experienced, and certified in topics ranging from teaching foreign languages to classical flute performance to beer. I know a lot of shit, and I'm good at most of them, too. But what I see now in these pieces of paper is someone who was too afraid to do, and instead, learned. I've since discovered that, for me, there's a vulnerability in the doing. Like, if I'm at the stage where I'm supposed to be at the doing, there's an expectation that I will just do. If I'm still learning, however, all I have to do is follow that syllabus and tick all the boxes like a boss. That's easy. This dynamic is basically a mix of my own version of imposter syndrome and a childhood-born love for certificates. It's why I came to feel like all of it is more proof of my failure as opposed to my success. It's like I copped out. I had been trying to get out of this pattern for several years. 
I was determined to amount to something besides pieces of paper, and it became an all-or-nothing thing. I thought learning kept me from doing, and I was sick of it. I wanted to make something now. Considering I'm not that risk-averse, nor am I afraid of making mistakes and or getting laughed at, I figured I was well-suited for entrepreneurship and poured thousands into new solo ventures. But the mind and old anxieties and lifelong habits have a way of really messing with you, don't they? Because it wasn't too long before the old monkey showed back up and I got sucked in by anybody with a webinar and a little bit of sales copy, which is pretty much everyone on the internet, by the way. (laughs) Gurus, strategists, and mentors tapped right into that innate fear of mine, that I can't do it unless someone teaches me. And both my money and I were goners. I wish I could say it was once bitten twice shy. Fortunately, after sitting in my house for a fucking year, working with a coach and realizing that 40 just isn't that old, I had a revelation. I had created a binary scenario where it was learning versus doing in a linear fashion. Learning was the gateway to doing and I was using it all as a stall tactic even though I was impatient. So long as I was learning, I didn't actually have to do. I didn't have to face my fears. So now, is it a good idea for me to go back to school? It depends on what my motivation is, really, what I actually want to do. If I want to do something that could potentially maim another person, I should probably at least take in a few night classes. But what if I'm just a grown-ass 40-something woman with an established skill set and I simply want to create something to be proud of? In that case, maybe I can learn and do, or do then learn, or just do, or whatever. The bottom line is, it's not a battle of learning versus doing. It's a battle of me versus myself. It is facing my fears, knowing what I actually want to do, doing it, and then figuring out if I need to learn anything to do that specific skill better. And that's why I'm stoked to start my graduate certificate program in professional creative writing at the University of Denver. I'll better learn a skill I'm already doing, not a thing that will help me do something else. I'm pretty sure I'm right. So, here I go again down the only road I've ever known, right back to school. Ooh, yes, okay. So, I hope you maybe gleaned from my essay there that I've got a little bit of a complicated relationship with going to school and getting degrees. This is not simply a situation of, oh, am I too old to go back to school? Am I too old to start something new? Though this is very much kind of, that has been my fallback pretty much my entire life was to to gain pieces of paper, get education, and it became less about the doing and more about the learning. I have a number of reasons why that was. Some of it to do with like transient lifestyle. I had to kind of keep starting my life over and over again. But you know, suffice it to say, I, I have I have some inhibitions or um, some hesitation with regards to studying even more. But here I am. Um, I've done a lot of work personally. I have worked, been as I mentioned in the essay, I've been working with a coach. I've been taking things slower. I haven't been so impatient. Like, oh my God, I'm 40. No, I have to have this all figured out. I have to do it now. Um, so I've been kind of slow in my role a little bit. And I've been writing. Um, I've been writing for a long time, but I had a bit of an imposter syndrome issue there where, I mean, I've literally been writing for about 
at least 10 years about various topics, mostly kind of revolving around beer and travel. Uh, but I was legitimately paid as, as, a, as a staff writer for a company, and I still never considered myself a writer. And I think it was because I didn't have a piece of paper that said I was a writer. So now I'm in this situation where I'm really kind of emerging and acknowledging that I am a writer and I do love to write and I do love to use words and I could kick my friend's ass at categories, you know, um, but you know, that, that took some work and, and by work, not only the, the mental acknowledgement of I am a writer, but actually physically fucking writing <laughs> because what was, what I was doing throughout this whole process was I started the 40 mag several months ago and I've had previous uh, websites on one called unfiltered journeys. I've been writing for companies in the past, but what I would do was instead of just saying I am a writer and I'm really good at this and I want to get better at writing, I would do my old kind of standby, which was running out and finding different, you know, certifications and credentials and things that just kind of, made me feel like I was more of a writer as opposed to just kind of actually focusing on writing a bit more. So even now, um, you know, I, it makes it sound like in the essay a little bit that, you know, I figured it all out and I'm better now and yeah, I'm going to school, but no, even right now I have like a Pinterest course that is currently mocking me and some SEO kind of shit that I've paid for. And like, the fact of the matter is, is number one, I don't really care about Pinterest. And number two, I don't really care about SEO. So why did I go ahead and buy classes to teach me something I don't really care to do? Maybe in the future that might become necessary for me to know is if I want to grow what I'm doing here. But right now, what I want to do is write. So it's a bit of a, of, of a hurdle that you have to get over. So if, you, if you're stuck in a position of like wanting to go back to school or thinking about going back to school, and maybe you're not like me, maybe, maybe you don't have these inhibitions and you don't have a history of degree collecting, but you're still kind of on the fence about whether or not you want to go back to school, especially if you're in your 40s. You got to be just kind of real. You have to, even right now, saying the words to you right here in this podcast, I am a writer. There's still a bit of a, of a little hitch that I get in myself, a little like, oh, oh, I'm saying that out loud. I'm admitting it. Holy crap. That's scary. So it kind of really boils down to one, being real with yourself, what it is that you want to do. Maybe start doing it for a bit. Now, okay, if you're like, I really want to be a tattoo artist, maybe don't freelance in that right off the bat. But you, you get what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> Don't maim people. But if you can, you know, go right before the maiming, you know, just give it a go. And then, then determine whether or not you need some education. Then determine whether or not you need some credentials or uh, training or can go to some retreat or something like that. Um, because I have found that for me, what I was doing with all of that, I was stalling and hiding from the reality and the truth, which ends up costing you a whole shit ton of money, a whole shit ton of time. Uh, you might reach the age of 40 and go, I am exceedingly educated, <laughs> but I have like no money in the bank and no real career that I can call my own. So yeah. Go to school if you know what it is you're going to school fucking for. <laughs> I, I have to drop the F-bomb in there because it's 
It's so true. All right. I hope that made sense. And I would love to continue this conversation. You can find me, hit me up on Instagram at the40mag or send me an email at maggie at the40mag.com or go to the40mag.com forward slash newsletter and sign up to the newsletter. And I can just, you know, you can just sit back, relax and wait for me to drop into your inbox. And I won't creep too much. I promise. All right. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you all stay well and I can't wait to talk to you or to someone (laughs) in the next episode. Cheers. Just a thought. Sometimes courses and classes and certificate programs and degrees are simply a stall tactic.